Hey guys, this is Bear Walker. I make custom skateboards. I'm here with Elias with Man Cave Chronicles. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. Yo, Adrian. I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Here, welcome to the cave. Thanks for having me, man. How are you, man? What's new with you? Oh, man. Uh, I'm good. I'm busy. Uh, yeah, just trying to juggle a bunch of different shit and putting out fires. But, uh, you know, it's what I signed up for. So uh, doing pretty good. <laughs> how do, how do the whole quarantine uh, life treating you? Uh, well, I'm actually located in southern Alabama. So uh, people don't take it too seriously here. I, I do. But, uh, but yeah, it's almost like uh, nothing ever happened, which is odd. Um, but yeah, well, I have a small crew that we work with and we're all pretty cautious. So, uh, you know, day to day life for us didn't change a whole lot. Mm. So bear real quick. I want to tell my listeners and your fans also, when they tune in that my show is about how everyone has a story, you know, I've, I've interviewed like actors, actresses, a few authors, entrepreneurs, and I try to focus on a lot on pop culture. And you're one of my first guests that does, uh, built custom skateboards with pop culture, comic book themes, video games. You've also collabed with celebrities, right? Yep. Yeah, so we'll dig a little bit more about that, but let's find out who the real Bell Walker, Bear Walker is. Uh, where are you originally from? Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm uh, actually from the East Coast originally. I was born and raised in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Oh, wow. So, like, growing up, like, what were you into? Uh, well, that's actually, like, the big ethos behind the company. I grew up surfing almost every day. Uh, love, you know, surf culture, love the ocean. Um, you know, and it was when I moved away from there, moved away from the coast that I started getting more into cruising and longboarding to, you know, kind of capture the surf feel. Oh, wow. So did you, did you even like, how long did you skateboard for like, uh, growing up? Did you do it a lot or? I didn't really skate at all growing up, man. Like I did a little bit. I was just never great at tricks or anything like that. Broke my wrist once (laughs) trying to drop in on half pipes and stuff like that. So, uh, it didn't really appeal too much to me. It was always surfing that I loved and like the rush from, you know, dropping in on a wave and, and just, you know, the connecting with, uh, you know, with nature and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, I grew up working with my dad who built custom homes. So I've always loved woodworking. And so there's something that spoke to me about building skateboards or cruisers that like I could get that feel that I like from surfing. And then I also had this big blank canvas where I could, you know, take my passions and, and work with other people to, you know, make crazy art on this piece that's also functional. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of funny because, like, you know, I don't know how old you are, but, like, I'm in my mid-40s. Or not even mid-40s, I'm 43, but it's, like, I liked watching skateboarding on TV, you know, like on ESPN and all those things. And I, I was huge into Tony Hawk and the Tony Hawk video games. Oh, yeah. But, but I never skated. Never skated in my life. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, play me in graffiti mode on Tony Hawk and I'll kick your ass. But get me <laughs> in a real, uh, a real skate park and I won't be doing too much. But uh, I'm good at building them. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I love the feel of just cruising and, you know, enjoying time outside. Yeah. So, like, growing up, like, did you have any idea this is what you were going to do? Like, what was your dream as a kid growing up? What did you think you were going to do? So it's actually kind of funny, man. I, uh, I was cleaning out my, uh, parents, uh, uh, storage unit the other day and I found a bunch of my old stuff from grade school 
And a lot of it was like drawing pictures of pop culture stuff like Rugrats, um, which was awesome. And uh, I found this sheet that I said, what do I want to do when I grow up? And it basically said, I don't know, but it'd be cool if I worked at a skate shop or something like that. Uh, so I think it's always been in the back of my head that I just love the culture and, you know, skate shops, they usually sell surfboards and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of envisioned myself, I went to school originally to be an architect. So, you know, I always liked the mix of art and functionality. Um, I just realized pretty quick that I wasn't smart enough to be an architect. And so, uh, you know, started making, uh, skateboards in a roundabout way and fell in love with it. Did you finish, uh, college? Yeah, actually, uh, I got a bachelor's degree in graphic design from Clemson University. Oh, wow. So, I mean, so that helps you in a way building the skateboards. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I probably could have done it with like a two-year tech degree and saved myself like 80 grand. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> it does help out a lot. I learned a lot about like taking apart printers and putting them back together, like large format, like newspaper printers and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, you know, a big part of my company is I've integrated a bunch of new technology into skateboarding while keeping like the old school vibe and uh, old school feel. So it's like, you know, we got the flat boards that are just meant for cruising. Um, but, you know, I program 3D models and carve out grip and create this texture and have, you know, patent pending on a lot of the stuff that I've created. And uh, yeah, so mixing my, my art, my passion for technology and science and woodworking and pop culture, you know, somehow all fused together to make that's this company. That's awesome. Uh, so let's talk about Bear Walk Industries. Like, how was that born? Tell us the steps you took. Yeah, so I mean, uh, this is actually like iteration number three. The first one was called Locomotive, and that was in 2013. And uh, it was a really, really rudimentary version of what I make now, basically just line work. Um, and it was going pretty good for about a year, but I got, I had some bad business partners and long story short, I ended up shutting it down. That kind of, you know, tore me up a bit. I was living in Charleston at the time and I, I knew there was something there. Uh, I just like failed at it. And so, uh, you know, I packed up all my stuff and moved to my parents' house in Alabama where they grew up and uh, saved up for about two years to buy the machinery I needed again and opened up a new version called Kodiak Boards in the corner of my family's barn and lived in a tiny room attached to it. Uh, and I spent about a year and a half in there just trying to build the brand and kind of find, you know, a, a style. And, uh, you know, while I was there, I figured out my grip texture and, and figured out that I really wanted to go the pop culture route and, and do the stuff that I love, which is comic books and movies. And, uh, yeah, like I said, about a year and a half into it, started really picking up traction and getting my first bit of like celebrity collaborations. And then, uh, went, moved into a bigger shop where I actually had to pay rent. So that was a, you know, punch to the throat, uh, got some employees, <laughs> um, and turned it into a real business. Wow. Wow. So, uh, so like during the, like the early stages of the brand, like what was the hardest part you think? I think really, uh, you know, just trying to make it into a business, you know, like I, it was a hobby or a passion, you know, yeah. and it's like, I, I put a lot of care and quality in each of these boards. And it's like, how, how do I make more than 10 of these a week? You know, cause like 10 a week did pay the bills then, but I had really small bills. So how do I grow this and expand it and, and reach new people and, and have it be relevant um, and have a consistent brand identity. And so trying to, 
to find a style and, and techniques and, and just like improve upon it to where I can show somebody else how to do it and it meet the quality that I expected. So those were the biggest problems for sure. You, you mentioned, you know, like your passion about like pop culture and like comic books and films. Like what are like, what are like some of your favorites, I guess, growing up liking and uh, how did you decide, okay, this is, how did you decide, you know, you have pop culture, comic books, films. How did you decide you wanted to put, like the designs on the skateboards. So, you know, I, uh, I just, some of my favorites right off the bat, it's like, well, I think my favorite movie of all time is the count of Monte Cristo. And then you have things like gladiator and stuff like that. And then the, uh, you know, comic book movies really started to take off in the early two thousands. And I was yeah. really into that. Cause I loved like comic books and teenage mutant Ninja turtles and, and power Rangers and stuff like that growing up. So having a big high budget cinematic version of that, you know, genre was awesome. Um, but, you know, it was really by accident that uh, we'd use pop culture for the boards. I started out the whole generic, you know, surf, skate style, palm trees, beach, graffiti, stuff like that. When I first started, just trying to, you know, blend in with skate culture when my product didn't blend in to begin with. And so that was like a bad route to go, basically. And it was when... uh one of the I became friends with the guy who owns my local comic book shop and you know I was just starting off and needed business and he commissioned a set of Justice League boards to put up his art in his comic book store and I made the first you know the um the Flash and um Aquaman boards and within the same week Grant Gustin who's the Flash and yeah, uh, Jason Momoa, who's Aquaman, both reached out and like liked the boards and commented, and I hit them up and made them some boards. And people on Instagram were going nuts over them, and it was like that was where the first time I realized I need to be doing these pop culture themed things instead of this surf skate vibe. When you know my passion had been pop culture to begin with, and I just like was trying to fit in. Where when I actually did what I was passionate about, it it resonated with people. Yeah, it's great that you know you put two things that you like the most into one and like it took off like that and you said you collabed with like actors like how did that go collabing with them i was good you know uh i feel like you always have this grandiose idea of how like working with celebrities will go and uh you know it was good but you know i'm again i'm a big pop culture fan so sneaking uh, like taking a peek behind the curtain is always you know a little bit strange i've uh i've had to kind of re-navigate my viewpoint of Hollywood and pop culture and and you know a lot of the the magic kind of disappeared the more that I work with these actors and work on these movies and TV yeah. shows and stuff like that where I get to like you know the more you see behind the scenes the more you see behind the magic trick the less magical it is so I've kind of had to re like reorient my viewpoint to where it's like I get to become a piece of pop culture almost and enjoy it through that aspect as opposed to just being a a, a true fan you mentioned comic books like what's your who's your favorite superhero that's always a tough one man i guess i would i'd probably have to go with batman for sure uh you know a bit of an anti-hero and and a uh a hero is only as good as his villains and batman has the best villains mm. so you mentioned batman what do you think of the trailer of the new movie and of oh. course it got put it got pushed again now to 2022 yeah, yeah. No, that's uh yeah, I saw that. Uh I love it. I thought from the beginning that Robert Pattinson would would be a, a badass Batman, you know, like uh I like it when there's like a fresh take on him. Like Ben Affleck was pretty good and he made it for a really good like buff, you know, old man Batman looking kind of dude. But uh 
I don't know, something about Robert Pattinson after seeing like The Lighthouse and stuff like that, I felt like he could add a really, really good, just like dark, like kind of misunderstood early on Batman trying to figure things out kind of vibe. And that trailer was just fucking amazing. Like, I was, like it looks insane. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing some research, I noticed that you did, you've done some sports uh, uh, themes also, right? Yeah, yeah. We actually are about to drop our NBA collaboration uh, here in the next week. Oh, like, so what kind of designs are you doing for those? Uh, the so sports this, uh, logos? Yeah, a few of the teams, um, you know, and I, uh, I reworked the shape and, and try to add some more functionality into it and some cool accents and make something like that, uh, you know, I haven't made before. So try to push the boundaries on that. And uh, yeah, it's my, you know, like I said, I'm into pop culture and I feel like a really, really good alternate side of pop culture outside of, you know, comic books and movies is sports and though i feel like the sport that embodies pop culture the best is nba they always have you know really cool collaborations with superheroes and you see shit like space jam and stuff like that that comes out of nba um so i just thought it'd be a, a really cool other side of pop culture thing to, to tap into how many you bet you have t- uh, team members now that work for you also how many uh how many employees do you have now uh, i just hired four more people so we're i think at I think we're at 15 now. Wow. Wow. How many hours on average do you think goes on each like design when you come up with an idea? Uh, yeah, the design work is the most, you know, labor intensive part of the whole thing. Uh, so, you know, if it's, if I just see it right away, you know, maybe 10 hours into like the design and the programming and all that, if I just have to mess around and, and kind of just like stumble upon it, which I do all the time where I just like, try different stuff and see what hits i mean legit a hundred hours sometimes wow how many designs have you created throughout the years you think damn that's a good question man (laughs) uh i've done a lot of customs um you know a bunch of stock boards and now all these limited editions i would say probably like 200 designs wow what's been your favorite um that's like sticks out like like sticks out the most for you for sure. No, that's always a tough question too. Uh, I'd say one of the ones that meant the most to me was my Lost in Space design. It was my first collaboration with a business ever. Um, and I sent that board to space. So like it always has a really cool, uh, you know, mile marker in my head. And then uh, I'd say the most difficult one, which always holds a special place to me too, is I did a Punisher inspired one. And that had like I made a, the skull by burning gunpowder into the board. And then I shot a bunch of 45 caliber rounds and, and cut the tips off and embedded those into the board. So it just was like, it was just mean. And I loved it. Oh, wow. Is there a design that you've kind of been thinking about that you kind of hope you tackle next? Um, you know, I've, uh, DC universe is kind of what started me out in the pop culture realm. So I doing a full blown collaboration with, you know, flash Batman, justice league, the whole DC verse would be a, a really cool one. So like, where do you see your company? Like in the next few years? Uh, I mean, so I, uh, I got a bunch of stuff I'm working on. That I, not, I can't really, I don't really know what I can talk about yet, but anyway, uh, yeah, just, the the main goal is being the uh you know the biggest skate brand in the world i plan on opening up a custom L, uh, a custom shop in la um and within the next year we got uh ryan the the prize on opening up one in new york tokyo um and australia uh you know paris eventually 
then having like custom board schools, you know, just being like the, uh, the name that people think of when they think of skateboarding. Have you had any pro skaters, uh, like try to get contact with you to build their boards also? Yeah, I built a few for, uh, pro skaters. Uh, what's his name? Manny, uh, I don't know. I'm terrible with names, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I've had a few. <laughs> now, is there any like other projects that you've been working on that you could tell us about with the um, company? So the most I can say for this one is I have a bucket list company that I've been wanting to work with for a while and our collaboration with them launches in about two months. Um, let's see what else I can talk about. Uh no, it's been doing a lot of cool shit with uh, Pokemon, you know, um, got a few movie things that we're working on later on, a few bands that we're working with that everyone knows, uh, dropping an electric board line here soon. Um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, a lot of art pieces, uh, just like standalone art coming out. Yeah, just a bunch of, a bunch of crazy stuff. Like we got, uh, let's see, probably about 10 collaborations dropping over the next year that, uh, are pretty huge so it's exciting yeah oh yeah man like, like i said when i was doing some research on you man you've had like tons of articles out there man it's like your your company just seems like it keeps going up more and more thanks man yeah it's been nuts it's uh you know the biggest thing is trying to maintain quality and like our you know authenticity throughout all this growth uh you know so that's been the biggest challenge is just making sure that everything still represents the brand well uh, as opposed to just trying to grow as fast as we possibly can but, uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough to where I can maintain the quality and, and grow at a, a responsible speed and and make cool stuff that people seem to like. So, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Good job. If you could describe your, uh, your business with one word, what would it be? Uh, innovation. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, that's definitely... Uh, lastly, uh, Bear, how can the listeners find you on social media and your business? What a great question. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Instagram is my biggest portfolio. I recommend people head into there. It's Bear Walker Official. Uh, you can also check out our site, which is bearwalker.com. Pretty much any social media you go to, type in Bear Walker, you'll, you'll find it. Bear, man, this was fun. Thank you for coming on the show. Dude, thanks for having me. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.